You're listening to the B-School Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Elise Morrison, embodiment coach and founder of Inner Workout. Consider B-School your invitation to becoming a student of yourself. So come on, let's get studying. Hey, thank you for listening. Today I'm asking that if you like the episode that you share it with a friend. This whole podcast grows by word of mouth, so if you know someone who would be interested in this episode or any of the other episodes, why don't you take a minute and share it with them? It would mean the world to me. Okay, let's dive in. So today we are talking about three little words that can totally flip your perspective. It's not I love you, even though those words can definitely flip your perspective too. Maybe one day I'll share the whole story of Matt and I and how I accidentally said I love you first, but that could be for another day. These three little words that I want to talk about are the words, how might we? So how might we comes from human-centered design, which is really similar to design thinking. There's some nuances there. I was first introduced, man, this might've been either when I was an intern at Allstate or my first year working there. And I knew that corporate life wasn't necessarily for me, but there were some really cool organizations within Allstate. And one of them was called Intrapreneurs at Allstate. If you're not familiar with the idea of intrapreneurship, Intra as an I-N-T-R-A. It's using entrepreneurial thinking within the context of a larger organization, which is really great when you're working for a huge company like Allstate that has like 30,000 employees, something really huge, a lot more than me, who is just me, one employee with a contractor or two. But how might we, I was introduced to it when I was going through this whole phase at Entrepreneurs at Allstate and really wanting to learn how I could start to think like a startup, think like an entrepreneur, even as I was in my corporate job. And I actually got to do a little 101 course on, I think we actually did it on design thinking, but like I said, human-centered design and design thinking are pretty similar, just some slight nuances. And both of them are really focused on creating solutions with people in mind. So instead of making assumptions and saying like, I know that people need this, it's asking questions and prioritizing people and their needs and making observations about them and asking them direct questions throughout this whole process. So if you're interested in either human-centered design or design thinking, I will put some links out there. There's so much free content about both concepts, ways of moving, thoughts, theories, whatever you want to call them out there on the internet. And there's so many different ways that you can apply them, whether you work for yourself or you work for someone else, or you've got a cause that you're really passionate about. But I wanted to share one of my favorite exercises and questions with you, which is how might we? And like I said, you can use these three words towards anything. Let me tell you, first of all, why I like the how might me exercise and what how might we means to me. How is action-oriented. 
it's really thinking about creating a solution instead of just saying what's wrong. It's really easy to punch holes in everything. It makes me think of Brene Brown, if you've seen her special, and she talks about how you just have to decide that people who aren't in the arena fighting side by side with you, they don't get to critique you. And the how is this idea of like being in the arena with someone. Instead of saying, this is wrong, that's wrong, here's what's wrong, the how is really thinking, okay, what is the action that we're going to take to create a solution? Might, I love this word because it means that anything's fair game. Might means that whatever you bring to the table doesn't necessarily have to be plausible. You get to throw everything up any idea out there and see what sticks. So might has this element of possibility of almost whimsy that you can bring everything. You don't need to hold it back because you're confined by budgets or by what's done before. Anything's fair game. And then the we. You could make this you if you wanted, but most cases there's collaboration involved when you're solving a problem. And so the we reminds me that even if this is something that I'm theoretically doing on my own, I'm normally doing it to impact someone else or I'm doing it in tandem with other people. So those are the three words, how might we, and I just wanted to give you some context to what they mean to me and part of why I think that this exercise is so useful. So You can try using this question, start by thinking of a problem, any problem that you're facing. I'm going to use the example of feeling like you can't afford to redecorate because I feel like all of us at some point in our life have come across this where we're just like, I want to switch things up, but I don't really feel like it's in my budget right now. So the question that you could pose is, how might I redecorate or how might we redecorate? And You could throw things up there. You could say, okay, I can sell some stuff on Craigslist and that'll give me a little pot of money. And maybe I use the money that I sell on Craigslist to buy stuff on Craigslist. Maybe I host a home goods swap and I have all my friends over and we bring like some of the furniture, maybe the smaller furniture that we're not using, some of the trinkets that don't really fit in our homes anymore. We bring them all together and we just swap it out. And everyone gets something new that they can, or new to them, that they can bring back to their home. And it it's not redoing the bathroom or adding an addition to your house, but it's bringing a little bit of life that's different at no cost to you. You might also say, okay, what can I repurpose? So maybe I've got this dresser and I don't like the look of it anymore, but if I stripped it down and refinished it, or if I painted it, I could give it a totally different look. Or maybe I've got this furniture that I bought right out of college that's Ikea, but if I look on Pinterest, there's so many Ikea hacks for upgrading things, and I could make a couple of tweaks, maybe change some handles, and all of a sudden I've got something that looks a lot more high-end and a lot more like me. So Just by asking that question, how might I redecorate, instead of focusing on, I can't afford to redecorate, womp womp, you're saying, okay, how might I redecorate? And all of a sudden, there's these possibilities that start to come up. Another thing is like, okay, 
how might we change our brand image? And I thought of something really particular, a really particular company when I was thinking of this example, because Comcast, um, for people who are listening to the Chicago area, you'll be familiar. People who are out of the country or not in Chicago, I think they're under the same umbrella as Time Warner, but don't quote me on that. But they had a really bad customer service reputation. They still kind of do, but they kind of rebranded as Xfinity. And the overall company is Comcast, but now all of their cable packages are called Xfinity. And they started putting Xfinity on all of their signs so that it would be like a little distance between Comcast and Xfinity. They also completely changed what their stores looked like. So they made their stores something that you would want to be in, brought in more merchandise, retrained the people. So if I just had to go into Xfinity the other day, actually, because I switched to a different provider and had to return the box and the people are super personable and they really go out of their way to make it seem like they're on your team, whereas before Comcast used to seem really kind of antagonistic, at least in my own experience. Something else that they did was host events. In the apartment building that I lived in a few years ago, we just got an invitation, everyone in our apartment building, to go to this event at the Xfinity store. And they had a bunch of free food, and they showed you all the new things that Xfinity could do, and they raffled off some cool prizes like a huge TV. And it was basically this way to get people in the store to interact with the newly trained staff and to associate Xfinity with this cool event that gave us really yummy, good food, and also some cool prizes. So that is how might we for changing our brand image. And that's kind of what I saw Comcast do with Xfinity. Obviously, I wasn't in the room. I wasn't in their head. So I don't know exactly what they thought and what their thought process was was, but I could see them doing a how might we and coming to some of these conclusions that I later experienced as a customer. Another thing, let's just give another example, is maybe you're at a community meeting and you're wondering how, as a neighborhood, you could lower your carbon footprint. So how might we, as the Lakeview neighborhood, lower our carbon footprint? And you could all get together and say, okay, we can compost. And maybe those of us who don't have yards can work with people in the neighborhood who do have yards. Maybe we have a community composting program. You could say, okay, what if we create a community group, whether it's a Facebook page or next door, where people can share goods. Instead of throwing something to a landfill, they can put it up in this group first. Or maybe someone made too much food or they have extras of something, they can post it there. So it's not, again, going to a landfill. Or maybe you have a community car share so that less people are having to own cars and drive everywhere. Maybe you do grocery runs where you all take one car to Trader Joe's. These are the things that can come up when you start to use how might we as a question and start to really use this as a practice. So hopefully these examples showed you that you can use how might we for literally anything, whether it's 
for a nonprofit that you're working with, for your job, for your business, for your personal life, try asking yourself this question. Try asking, how might we? And see what's possible. And like I said, this comes from human-centered design. If you're interested in human-centered design or design thinking, or if you liked this exercise, there are so many exercises that you can do. There's all these phases actually of like ideation and then synthesizing. So there's different exercises that have different purposes. How might we is really, really good for opening up possibility and getting you excited about what could be. So I'm going to leave you with that for today. And before I sign off, I just wanted to let you know that my resource shop is officially open. There's a course and a masterclass in there that you can use to go deeper in getting to know yourself. And there's also my line of t-shirts of just inspirational things that make me feel good and aligned whenever I wear them. So if that interests you, go ahead and go to taylorlease.com slash shop and you can learn more about it. Thank you so much for listening and I'll be in your earbuds later this week. Thanks to Andres Rodriguez for the intro and outro music. You can keep in touch with me on Instagram at Taylor Elise Morrison. Elise is E-L-Y-S-E. And check out the resources on my website at taylorelise.com. 